Thank you for tuning in today to my podcast entitled Saving Our Sisters. I am really excited about this podcast because I have a guest on our show. So to all you that is tuning in in podcast land, I would like to introduce to you my Shug. Her name is Pamela Shakur. She is a licensed clinical social worker who resides in Bakersfield, California. Yes, shout out to Bakersfield, California. We have some amazing women that God has raised up to be a blessing right here in our very own community. Pamela has three beautiful and intelligent daughters, Courtney, Lyric, and Shamaya. She has a master's in counseling and in social work from California State University, Bakersfield. Pamela is now a therapist. Talking about a black girl that rocks. She is rocking her business and being a blessing to so many people in our city. She is a consultant and mental health advocate. Pamela has worked with children and families for over 24 years, and that is a long time to have gained wisdom and firsthand with many, many people. She has worked for Clinica Sierra Vista, Department of Human Services, and California Department of Correction and Rehabilitation, also for Adventist Health Bakersfield, and currently serves as a social worker for the Kern High School District. Pamela is also a therapist at a private practice entitled Life Connections right here in the city of Bakersfield. So, Shugs, I want you to um, be excited about my girl, Pam. Hey, Shug. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. good. And you? I'm good. Thank you for taking out the time to stop by. Hey, y'all, in podcast land, we are in my beautiful home because right now we are what? We are quarantined. Yes, and I mean we're in her beautiful home. If you guys can see how beautiful her home is. Thank you, girl. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's a blessing. Take it from me. It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, sister. It's a blessing because everybody don't have that testimony. Yes. We have people right now that are homeless and they don't have a shelter. Yes. They don't have clothes. They don't have food. So we are blessed. So tell me, Pam, a little bit about yourself. Well, before I tell you a little bit about myself, okay. I want to be able to let them know a little bit about you. Uh, she's interviewing me, but I'm going to just give you a, a, a good little nugget about her. When I tell you that she had the most warm and kind, loving heart, I remember years ago she would always tell me, Pam, you have to walk in love. And I didn't quite understand what that meant, but I tell you now I know exactly what that meant. And she is a true example of walking in love. She loves her community. She loves her church members. She loves her family. She is just a ultimate blessing to her friends y'all she's been with her friends rocking for what 
40, 40 years? 40 plus 40 years. 40 plus years. Thank you, sister. What a blessing. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. You didn't yeah. flip the script on me. I'm sorry. I have to flip the script. <laughs> Uh, I have to a, let them know who you yeah, really are. This is just you. not like being um, just in front of the, the the microphone or the camera pre uh, pretending. She is really a true like nugget to have in your pocket, honestly. Hey, Shug. Hey, girl. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That is so sweet. I appreciate yeah. that. It's a blessing when we can empower and yes. encourage one another. Yes. Because the Bible speaks about what iron sharpens iron. Thank yeah. you for sharpening me today. Yeah. I appreciate that. And the Bible also says that friends love at all times. All times. All times. All we must times. love each other at all times, regardless. The good times. Yes. The bad the times. Bad. When you have, when you don't have. Yes. At all times. At and all it's a times. blessing in that. It is. Thank you. You're welcome. So tell us about yourself. Ooh, you know, it's really hard to brag about yourself when you have to tell other people about yourself. No, but you're not bragging. You're testifying because yes. I have watched you grow and you yes. have just been a blessing to so many people. So giving yes. and who goes back to school and get a few master Ooh, degrees? I don't and know. Especially, That's all God. It's That's all, all God. God. I have to contribute it all to God because let me tell y'all, we're here to talk about something totally different, but one day I'm going to share my story with you guys and you are going to be amazed. Just give us a little bit. Just You're a little tidbit. Just a little tidbit. I mean, I can go back. Our topic today is we're going to be talking about anxiety uh, within women, and it may go a little bit in a different direction. Who knows? Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I can tell you a little bit about me. I remember um, having anxiety and not really knowing that it was anxiety, peaking at the age of nine. Nine? Nine years old. When I was a little girl, my uncle had experienced a... Um, a loss of a relationship okay, okay and he had been with his girlfriend for years like they were in middle school and then they went through middle school high school and their early young adult years and they mm -hmm. broke up around age 23 mm, and there okay. was a tragedy in our family and I was a part of that tragedy and as a result of that tragedy you know my uncle committed suicide and prior to him committing suicide he held a gun to my head for two hours. Oh, Pam, are you serious, yes, sister? For two hours. For two hours? For two hours. What was that like? And at the age of nine? At the age of nine. I honestly cannot remember all of the details. Mm -hmm. I think that I was probably just in the fight, flight, freeze response. And we'll talk a little bit about that with anxiety. But I just... I can't remember all of it, but I, I only remember is that I wanted to figure up a way that I can get out of the way yeah. of him having me, oh you know, God. with a, a gun held, held to my head. So that was my early experience with anxiety. Yes, that yes. was just, I can't even imagine at the age of nine. Yes. Because most nine-year-olds are like playing with baby dolls. Right. And having a typical morning. Exactly. And in our family, we normally would have typical mornings. But mm -hmm. this time, it wasn't typical for him. And we didn't know he had been under the influence of a substance. And so as a result of that, it's just, it's a long story. But that, you know, I made it out. 
And Thank you, Jesus. Yes. And it was a, a blessing because many a times he tried to leave the house with me and we got into a car and it was a brand new car. We had only had, my mom had only had that car for like a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. I tell you the car did not even start. You see how God has favored your life from yes. the age of nine? From the age of nine. Yes. Wow. Has favored me. And I am so grateful. So sometimes you don't think about how much of a blessing you are. Exactly. Yeah. Because we, we tend to focus on all of the negative things instead of the good things. Yes. Yeah. So you take that situation and you have allowed it to be positive yes. in your life. But sister, Suge, what did that look for you? What did that look like for you after that bad episode? You said you started experiencing anxiety at the age of nine. Yes. So what did that look like for you? Well, for me, it took me many years to be able to sleep peacefully. I was not able mm. to. I had a hard time falling asleep. Um, I was scared to, you know, be left with other people. I wanted to always be with my mom or either my dad. Okay. Um, I struggled with sleeping alone, like literally in my bed alone. So I would oftentimes sleep with my sister because I was so afraid in the, during the times where I had to sleep on my own. Mm -hmm. I would always like cover my head and like have nightmares. And I didn't mm -hmm. realize what I was experiencing back then. Was from was that. From that trauma experience. That trauma. So yeah. was that somewhat like post-traumatic stress syndrome where we have the effects of a situation that it, it follows us? Yes. I truly believe had my mom took me to therapy back then. Okay. I probably would have been diagnosed. I'm for sure I would have been diagnosed with PTSD. And that's so important. It's so important. That we seek for therapy. Yes. And counseling. So, wow. I never, we, girl, we talk about so much stuff. You yeah. didn't tell me about that. I know. It's but just thank you so for many... sharing today with the world. Yes. Because somebody right now that are, that will be listening to this podcast have experienced the same thing yes. and they have not found the remedy of being free, yes. being victorious. They are still in a sunken place. Mm -hmm. They are still stuck. So thank you for sharing your truth. So on your bio, it says that you specialize in working with couples, adolescents, adults, and families who struggle with communication concerns, loss, yes. depression. Yes. Anxiety, that's our topic for today, rejection, yes. and life transitions. So is this why that you have a passion for now being, come on girl, high five. Y'all can't see us, but we high fiving. Yes. You are a licensed clinical social worker. Come on. Is that why you have a passion? Because what you went through? Yes. Not only what I experienced as um, a minor, as a child, right. just what I experienced in a previous uh, relationship. It was okay. really hard, you know, to go through the things that I went through in the relationship, the marriage that I was in, I experienced infidelity. And infidelity is hard. It's so hard on not only you, but it's hard on your family and it was very trying mm, for me. A yes. lot of nights of like just being angry. Emotionally. Emotionally. I, when I look back on it, I didn't really have the sadness. 
like some women may experience or some men because it can happen to men as well. But it was a lot of anger mm-hmm. and a lot of crying and and trying to re- figure out why this happened to me. Yeah. But why not me? Why not me? Yeah. If everything happened to Christ, why not me? Exactly. But while you're in it, I think a lot of people, particularly women, get stuck in the why. Yes. They can't move past the why me. It's like, but it's a blessing when you can look at it from a different perspective mm-hmm. so you can free yourself. Yes. That's and, the beauty of it. Yeah. And I think it, it took me a while and uh, to free myself from the why, but honestly, it was just a simple day and it just came across my heart and I realized that I just wasn't the woman for mm-hmm. that person. Okay. That I truly believe whoever is meant to go into your destiny mm-hmm. is going to cling mm. on to you just like the, like the Bible says. I like that And you guys, destiny. yeah, and you guys are just going to grow and you're going to build and you're going to be become as one when you are not meant to be with someone for a lifetime, a life uh what they call it, a lifetime partner. Yes, yes. It it just it's not going to work. I don't really know how to explain it, but it's mm-hmm. just not going to work and then it's always strife. So within yourself, you're saying that Personally, you came to a resolve. Yes, I was able and, to forgive myself yes. and forgive, you know, the person for doing that to me. And I'm okay. I don't okay. have any bitterness. Okay, so okay, so you said forgive yourself. Why? Why do you say you had to forgive yourself? Well, because a lot of times I blamed myself for getting into that situation, allowing gotcha. that situation, and mm-hmm. it's nothing that I allowed. I think each individual make a decision. Mm-hmm. You make a choice if you're mm-hmm. going to be faithful and you're going to honor your vows. Gotcha. And that has nothing to do with the other person uh, that's not that's that's upholding the vows. It right. has everything to do with the person that makes the choice to step outside of the relationship. So that this in itself so caused me anxiety as well. That yeah. was my that was my second experience to anxiety. Wow, this is yes. really, really good. Now, I, it's it's a blessing that you are free and you are healed. Yes. Where you can honestly share your truth. But first, yes. let the world know, what is anxiety? We, you know how we bounce around a lot of words, but yes. we really rarely stop to like really define deeply what those words yes. are. So what is anxiety? So anxiety, I just want to let you guys know that we all have anxiety. Is yes. there? You cannot 100% get rid of anxiety. I'm sitting here talking to you guys right now, and I feel a little bit of that inside of me, mm-hmm. and that's normal. It's, it's healthy okay. to get in front of, even when you're standing in front of people talking in front of a large crowd, you may experience a little anxiety. So all of that is normal. It's a normal response to stress. Um, it's how our body alerts us. When we have, when we're facing a threat, and mm-hmm. and we have to get ready for that threat, and that threat can, is called the fight, flight, or freeze response, and that's just basically oh, our wow. amygdala in our brain working. Think about it like this: when you're in a dangerous situation and you're fleeing, what is your body doing? You're breathing rapidly, right. and you're you're producing more oxygen into your body. But if you're experiencing this and you're not fleeing, you're not fighting, you're not doing any of that, then what happens is that makes our body become tense. 
And when your body becomes tense, Mm -hmm. that's when you Mm -hmm. start to have those physical symptoms. And so our body is not meant to be in that kind of condition for a long period of time. And that's why you have some people that suffer from migraines or they have tension headaches or body pain. Okay. Because our body is only meant to rise at that level of that, that fight, flight or freeze mode when we're in danger and we have to get out of somewhere. Okay. That's how we respond. That's how we what respond. What are some other symptoms? This is so, interesting. Yeah. So some other symptoms uh, with women, uh, women and anxiety disorder experience a combination of anxious thoughts or beliefs mm-hmm. or physical mm-hmm. symptoms, uh, changes in their behavior, including avoiding everyday activities they used to do. Okay. Um, it's also when you start to feel like you're worrying about, you know, a certain particular situation or several things. Right. Um, that's a different type of anxiety when you have distress coupled with that along with restlessness and trouble sleeping and as we're mm-hmm. in a where as well as fear. That, um, okay, wait, hold up. That fear. Yeah, fear. The world right now is in a state of fear. In a state of panic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So what can fear do when you're already experiencing anxiety it heightens it it heightens it it makes you not think clearly okay you just start to thinking in a survival mode and that's why you saw a lot of people rushing out to the stores trying to get all the tissue paper (laughs) the tissue can we laugh or let's take a sip of water come on yeah let's get some water (laughs) my mouth is dry your mouth dry i've been talking a lot i didn't tell y'all half my business good child. I don't normally okay. tell people my business, but I'm Girl, letting it out today. It's huh? a sister in the bed right now that's going to hear this podcast. And yes. After hearing, she's going to be blessed and she's going to get out up out the bed. Get and out the bed. she is about to live. Get out the bed. Like our, like our pastor say, my husband, get up and live. and live. Just because you have been left for dead. Yes. You don't have to die. No. Wow. Get up and this live. Is really, really good. Yeah, get but up and live. But that toilet paper, girl. Toilet paper. Can you imagine? Paper Not towels. Only paper towels. Water. Just greedy. Just like hand sanitizer. This one guy had like boxes of hand sanitizer in his garage. He had traveled from state to state buying all of that stuff, then to turn around and sell it for a higher price. See, isn't that sad? Greed. Just greed. Because you said they're in a state of what? Panic. Panic. So panic yeah. makes us act out We act a out. Way. We don't think irrationally. Okay. And then the fear. We start okay. having all those beliefs that doesn't make sense. We start believing that, oh, if we don't have this, mm-hmm. or if this happened, we're not going to have enough of right, this. Right, right. And then all, what we really need to do is just rest in the Lord. Okay. Just rest in the Lord. Rest. And that's the beauty of. Yes. Resting in God gives you that sense of peace. Yeah. And comfort. He does. This is so, I'm so proud of you. You are teaching me today. Thank you, sister. So when you are having your session, mm-hmm. how what do you teach about anxiety? I know we went over the symptoms. Yeah. How can you help somebody that is really dealing with, I like, like right now, our millennials Yes. are having a tough time. Yes, they are, especially right with now. staying in a the house. They're not used to that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay safe. Podcast land, Shooks. Yeah. Stay in the house alone. Stay in the house. But with prayer, we are together. We are together. And not only are our, our, our teenagers and young adults 
it's our little babies. Honestly, yes, they I don't saw, understand. They don't. I saw a seven. I think she was probably about seven or eight years old. She just she was having a meltdown. Mm-hmm. She couldn't understand why she had to stay in the house, mm-hmm. and she said she was tired of the house, and she wished that she was two people. So one she person, wished that she, she wished was two she was two people. people. One of her can stay in the house, and one can go outside and play. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. But you see how the minds, mm-hmm. and if they don't get a hold of that baby now, yes, and teach her, yes, that's not. But maybe that was her way of what rationalizing. She was trying. That was the way her, the way she understood. She didn't have her coping skills was just out the door. She didn't have any. Okay. See now you playing. <laughs> you didn't did a whole. 360. I didn't jump ahead, you Those guys. Those coping... Tell us yeah. something about coping. You know what? I've always said... I remember one time when I was a social worker mm-hmm. and I had to go to 3B and check on a client. Yes. It was a man. It's, it's in my book, Better Than Yesterday. Yes. I talk about a proverb about God's peace. Mm-hmm. And it was a man balled up in the corner that had three master's degrees. Wow. Educated. Yeah. But... He was in 3B because he lost his ability to cope. Yes. What does that look like? You're the therapist. Yes. I'm the student. Mm-hmm. What does that look like when we lose our ability to cope in life? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a, It looks like a lot of things. It can be um, not being able to get up and go to work in the morning. Mm. Let's just make it simple. Not simple. even being able to get up out of bed okay. to shower. To brush your teeth, to comb your hair, to get dressed. Those are the things that you've been so used to doing since, what, four years old? Yes, daily living skills. Your your daily living skills. Not able to do that. Some people turn, and it's unfortunate, but some people turn to alcohol. They turn to drugs. They become promiscuous. Suicidal. Suicidal. Depressed. Depressed. A lot of things happen when you lose your coping skills. So for me, when I'm in sessions, that's really huge for me to teach coping skills because when you teach someone coping skills, they're able to make it day to day because when you experience anxiety, not the type of anxiety, like I said earlier, when you get in front of the you're in your own stage and you're in front of an audience and you have to talk. Once that's over, that anxiety is gone. This is anxiety that gets in the way of your daily living when you're not able to function any longer doing your day-to-day mm, activities. You have literally checked out of life. You're checking like out. Like, I'm done. You're checking out, yeah. Lord you're help checking us. checking out, Lord yes. help us. But I thank God for people like you. So, Shug's out there. I'm going to upload Pamela Shakur's information when I upload this podcast, reach out to her. Yes. Now I know you do virtual counseling. Yes, I therapy. do. Therapy. Mm-hmm. Incredible. That's the beauty of technology. So yes. hook up with her. Um let her be your therapist. Yes. And um it's nothing wrong. I think there's been a stigma mm-hmm. that Therapy. Especially in our culture. Yes, black people. Yeah. Therapy is bad. Yeah. It's a blessing. Or, or they may feel it's embarrassing to yes, go to therapy. But if you need the help, get the help. Get the help. Why live in bondage? Why live in silence? Yes. Why live in fear? Suffering in silence. And why hide behind an image? Mm-hmm. And when you go home, you got to deal with your own harsh reality. Yeah. Get the help. So I'm going to upload her information. She's in Bakersfield, California. But technology has provided a way where she can counsel and she can help you be the better 
version of yourself. Yes. And I just want to add this before uh, we get too uh, far along. And, and uh, since we're talking about coping skills, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of things out there that you guys can do. But I recommend that you exercise, you get proper rest, you eat a healthy, balanced meal. You can do mindful. You can do mindful walking where you're walking and you're just paying attention to mm. your your what you're seeing. You can pay attention to the sounds you're hearing and what you're feeling as you're taking each step. That's called mindful walking. You can journal. Go do the old school diary. That's what journaling is. Okay. Um, deep breathing where you're taking five breaths in. You holding for five and you're releasing for five. There's a variety of apps on um, on your phone that you can download. Um, there's a couple called Calm and Headspace, and YouTube is free. They have a lot of calming music on there to help you just calm and, and dial mm-hmm. yourself down mm-hmm. when you having mm-hmm. that that date when you're just feeling edgy. Um, and also, if you don't, if you're not ready to go to therapy, but you want to be able to talk to someone and you're experiencing a crisis, uh, the local crisis hotline number for Bakersfield is one eight hundred nine nine one. 5272 and the national suicide hotline number is 1-800-273-8255 but you know that if you're experiencing any uh like extreme emergency or medical emergency please dial 911 so i just want to get that out before we get too deep in our conversation and i forget to let you guys know about that this is some good information yes 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 Wow. Yeah. So if I came to you, let's role play for a minute. Wait, let's get a sip of water. Okay. All right. Hey, should. Hey, girls. <laughs> I say, hey, girl. <laughs> so if I came to you and I said, hey, um, Miss Pam, I am just so full of anxiety. Yes. Immediately right then, what would you tell me? I would want to hear why. What's the connection to okay. that anxiety? So getting to the root of getting why to the root I feel of why like I you're feel. feeling like that. Yeah, okay. because it helps you to recognize your triggers. Mm, see, see, you keep doing these 360 turns. I'm sorry. That's a whole nother podcast. But, but talk it helped, a little bit about triggers. So it helps you to recognize what is triggering, what's causing the anxiety. Maybe it could be a medical reason. A okay. lot of people don't realize there's some medical diagnosis out okay. there that trigger anxiety. It could be a situation Mm-hmm. That's triggering your anxiety, okay. or it can be uh, what they call now an adverse childhood experience. That means some type of abuse or violence that you may have experienced in the past when you were a child and you never dealt with it. So it's just it's really important to share what what the reason is behind your anxiety. So it's it's a benefit to knowing your why, mm-hmm. because that's like a lot of people mad and they don't know why they're mad. Like yes. why you're mad? Well, I don't know. Well, let's sit down and let's it's a have reason. a conversation. I'm yeah. always telling women, have a conversation, get yeah. in tune with yourself. Yes. What you're, you know, going through. And a lot yes. of times it's been so many years of mm-hmm. layers. Yes. We don't know really what we're dealing with. No, we, don't, we don't. We just know we're in the state of anxiety, mm-hmm. frustration, mm-hmm. depression. I feel like it it gets deeper because it couples. It brings the friends. Anxiety yeah. brings bitterness, unforgiveness, yes. depression, oppression, yes. sadness, it's sleepless. It's a lot it's of a words. Lot. A lot of words that's connected to anxiety. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So just paying attention to your triggers and figuring mm-hmm. out what is the reason behind 
your anxiety. And you may say you don't know, but you know, you just got to sit down and kind of think back. And, and in my session, sometime when they don't know, I have them to do what's called a timeline. And a timeline okay. takes you back to, I have them to share with me what was going on in their life from in elementary okay. or in middle school or high school. And sometimes that's that that light bulb comes on for them, that mm -hmm. aha moment, and then mm -hmm. they're able to connect it. Connect. If you can connect your anxiety to something, that's anxiety. If you cannot connect it and you're having a sudden uh, rush of like shortness of breath, your mm -hmm. heart is beating fast, mm -hmm. you're shaky and your hands are, you're sweaty, then you may be experiencing what's called a panic attack. Okay. So being able to recognize what's really going on with you so that you can share you know, your symptoms or what's going on with you with someone and they're able to better help you. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, are you able to diagnose? I am. I am. Awesome. I'm able, I'm able okay. to provide psychotherapy. I'm able to diagnose. I am not able to prescribe medication. Okay. okay. And I don't do any like, uh, psychological, well, I don't do any like testing, like how school psychologists test okay. for like okay. special education. Right. I don't do that, but yeah. So tell us a little bit about psychotherapy. So well, what is that? So psychotherapy can basically be mean that you are, you can provide therapy to someone that may be experiencing anxiety, depression, uh, PTSD, if they have bipolar, okay. if they have schizophrenia, all of the, the variety of different uh, DSM diagnoses, mm -hmm. you can pretty much work with that person if you have uh, you went and got trained in certain specialties. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes I find from my past background, a lot of people sadly have dual diagnoses. They do. More than one. Yes. But therapy... Listen, Shugs out there, take advantage of this great information. Share. Um, if you want to um, write me, you can connect with me at VickiLynnKemp.com. That is Lynn with an E. I would love to hear from you in regards to this subject. Again, let's give them um, the numbers to yes. local. Y'all hear our papers rattling. I mean, my girl has come prepared yes. to educate us in regards to anxiety. Yeah, so for the crisis hotline number again, uh, first of all, I want to say if you're in emergency, a medical emergency or mental health, please dial 911. But the local crisis hotline number is 1-800-991-5272. The national suicide hotline number is 1-800-273-8255. My contact information, I am Pamela Shakir. I am, um, my contact information, my email is pshakir at lifeconnections.email. My phone number is area code 661-472-7097. And you can also reach me on Instagram at Pamela Shakir LCSW, as well as Facebook, Pamela Shakir LCSW. My black girl rocks. What? Uh, high, five. high five. I'm so I'm excited about what I'm God trying. has done in your life. This yeah, is incredible. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Yes. Let me just spell her last name, which we are going to upload this information. That's Pamela. That beautiful last name, like she's French or something, is Shakur. <laughs> S-H-A-K-I-R. Yes. That is how you spell her last name. Yes. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. 
And this is some valuable information that you have told um, my shugs, the world, and I appreciate you. Keep going. Don't stop. Thank you. Keep I appreciate going, you. Keep going. Don't and stop. And um, she's going to be having workshops soon. You can meet her in the classroom. Stay tuned for future um, education that she will be bringing to you yes. in the near future. Would you like to say yeah. something to my it's, shugs? Yeah, especially um, couples. Like, I want you guys to win. And so my goal is to really, like, start specializing in couples uh, I just think awesome. that, you know, when you can stay together in a home and raise your children together, that is so beautiful. That's sexy to me when a couple can <laughs> wait, stay wait, together. Wait, 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 what? That's sexy to That's me. That's sexy. That's hey, sexy. Stay, it is. Stay it in is. a home and, and you, you took these vows. Take those vows seriously. A lot yes. of times people take those vows and they just take it like... It's just like a joke. No, take those vows seriously. I'm drink some water to that. I gotta drink water. We're not to that drinking too. wine, y'all. We drinking we're, water. We're not drinking the drink, drink. So we just take your vows seriously, sip some water. and you will be blessed. Honor your wife and wives. Honor your husbands, and you guys stick in there together and don't throw in a towel. Yes. And I believe in love, and I believe one day I'm gonna be married again. So. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's my specialty. Yeah. God I has want to a specialize great in working you. with couples. Yes. Yeah. So before I hang up the line with my shugs, yeah. give give the married couples or people even wanting to get married that may be engaged yes. or waiting yes. for he that findeth. You know yeah. the Bible say he that findeth the find wife findeth a good thing. A good thing. So give us three points on to, let's talk about how to survive just really fast. Three points on how to survive and build a successful So I would say me reflecting back now as a, a woman that's grown a lot, I would say women, pick your battles. A lot of times we are just fussing about all type of things that we don't really have to fuss about. And um, it's really not that important. It may seem like it's important, but you have to look at what else is really going on because when there's underlining issues, we will magnify something so simple. So just pay attention wow, to... this is good. Yeah, pay attention to what are you really fussing about mm-hmm. and discuss... What are you really, what are you really fussing, fussing about? about? Discuss what it is that you need to discuss and don't bring up what happened two weeks ago or a month ago and throw that into today's argument. Mm-hmm. It just, mm-hmm. It's not healthy. Another thing I would say is walk in love. And just know that whoever you get with, and like I've been told many a times, they're not going to be perfect. Just meet them where they're at. Learn to love them where they're at and mm-hmm. love them unconditionally. Amen. And don't give up. Fight for your marriage. Wait, Fight for wait. your relationship. Fight for your marriage. Fight for your marriage. If you yes. can go out there and, and fight for everything else, and you know how we can be if we're mothers. If somebody messes with our kids, we will almost kind of lose it. Fight for your marriage. It's worth it in the end. And once you get over the hump, the yes. the, the mountain, whatever you want to <laughs> call mountain. it. The mountain, yes. You guys are going to be so in love. Rekindle that fire. Go back and think about why did you fall in love with that person? What made you fall in love yes. with that person? Yes. And then I always tell, ask my couples, uh, what did you do for each other in the last 48 hours? What was something good you did for each other? Think about that and ask your partner That's that. That's sexy too. That's real sexy. <laughs> and don't forget to um, uh, compliment each other. That's, That's real compliment. sexy. 
that I didn't gave about five or six. Baby, you look good today. You smell good. You look fine. You. I like you. I like what you I'm got I'm getting on. ready for my husband. Girl, you better. Yeah, I have better, to stay I have to stay cute. Y'all should see her. She came over here. <laughs> Baby, this hair is done. She got the army fatigue. She came to work. She got the army hat on. Yeah. Playing no games. No games. I have to stay ready. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you as a licensed clinical social worker. Yeah. I honor you today, girlfriend. I salute you. Yeah. I salute yes. you. You doing so, it. Go ahead and say a prayer. Close us out. Okay. Take us to church for a minute. Ooh. Not church. Just say something simple simple prayer that would encourage somebody that is dealing with anxiety right now. Yes. Dear Lord, we thank you for this wonderful, humbling opportunity to be able to speak to people all across the world. Yes, Lord. I would say, dear Lord, if you know of someone that is struggling right now with anxiety, not only with anxiety, if it's depression, if they're struggling in their relationship, Lord, please intercede. Yes, God. Please place on their heart for them to seek out help that they need and to comfort them, Lord, with your warmth and your love yes, and point them in the right direction, Lord, with the person that they can talk to that's going to keep their secrets, Lord, yes, that's going to help them and speak life back into them, Lord. And again, Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for my Shug, yes, my sister you, right here. I appreciate her, Lord. You are doing wonderful things in her life, Lord. And I ask you to continue to do wonderful yes, things uh, for her, Lord. Blessings upon blessings upon yes, blessings. Everything that she touched will be blessed, Lord. Yes, Lord. Everything that she give and that she speaking to will uh, produce life, Lord. In the yes, name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We honor you. We can't do any of this without you, Lord. You get all the glory. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love you. I love you, too. Until the next time, my shoes. Blessings. Hey, shoes.